All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And both of us um, <laughs> received Final Fantasy XV the other day. Received? Makes it sound like someone said it to us. Yeah, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, Amazon and Best Buy sent it to us. But... Well, yes. <laughs> now, we, we paid for our pre-orders, and uh, that's more surprising for me because yeah. I... I rarely pre-order anything because usually it's not that good of a deal. And I know the price for these games will come down. That's usually not a deterrent for you, though. <laughs> hey, I have improved exponentially in the past few years, thanks to you, because I used to pre-order absolutely anything that I had any even like smidge of interest in, and it would sit on my shelf in the shrink wrap for, <laughs> well, until it was basically like you could get a new for $5. And I'm not saying that that doesn't still happen. I mean, I ordered that right. Ratchet and Clank game for PS4 when it came out, and it's still in its shrink wrap on oh my boy. shelf. But it happens significantly less often now, thanks to you. Okay, good. I That, that warms my heart, especially since I also know that you can get Ratchet and Clank for ten to fifteen dollars. <laughs> I don't need to know this. <laughs> oh, I should have allowed you to live in your ignorant bliss, blissful ignorance. Well, <laughs> ignorant kind bliss. of. <laughs> I knew that it had gone down significantly in price, but I just tried to ignore that fact. <laughs> so Final Fantasy was was an exception for me. I had been following the series, and I think you'd watched some of the trailers too, right? Just a few. Um, mostly because it's a bunch of boys in a car, <laughs> which is not terribly exciting for me. Right. But it's Final Fantasy, which is exciting for me. And I know the graphics are going to be great. I know the music's going to be great. Those are like two huge selling points for me, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting you mentioned the music. I know that I know that the music has been such a strong point of the series throughout all of these games. Um and I remember back in college, which was what, two thousand I think this was like in two thousand seven or two thousand eight, that I saw one of the super early CG trailers for Final Fantasy 15, which at the time went by a completely different name Wasn't and completely it versus different number. 13? Yeah. <laughs> and I watched the person who would eventually become Noct, the protagonist of Final Fantasy 15, fight people with this beautiful, soft, haunting piano melody with female. Uh, I, it was sort of like an opera singer backing that music track. It was so, so chilling and enthralling that I just watched this trailer over and over. And over the years, I would just wonder, where is this game? <laughs> <laughs> and now you own it. Ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> We're here, baby. <laughs> Almost ten years later. I have been a fan of Final Fantasy music for ever since I started liking Final Fantasy. I should preface this which I, with something that I think I might have mentioned before, 
Uh, but I'll mention again, I'm a fake Final Fantasy fan, as in, like, I never what? liked any of the originals. I only started liking Final Fantasy at 7, so mm. I don't want to, like, claim that I'm a hipster and, like, I liked it before it was cool, because, like, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, uh, you were a late adopter. I was a late adopter, sure. So, um, yeah, but I have gone to a number of concerts, um, the Distant Worlds concerts, uh, and I've even chased them around the country. I went to one, well, I went to a few in Boston, because that was easy to go to when we were in school. Uh, and then I also went to one in Chicago. Oh, man. I didn't realize you had gone to so many. Oh, yeah. I mean, I try to hit up distant worlds whenever I can. And I was actually planning to try to go this year, because there's one coming up uh in newark which is where kcon is and that's kcon new york yeah new york new jersey whatever the hell so Mm -hmm. final final fantasy distant worlds new york slash new jersey (laughs) (laughs) slash kcon not really um and it's coming up and unfortunately it is the same weekend as pack south so i will not be hitting that one up uh but it was had been on my to-do list um and interestingly enough caitlin and i discovered that she was also at that Chicago Distant Worlds, the same one that I went to. Oh, so, man, that's awesome. In, in addition to our paths crossing at MAGFest over the past few years, and I think <laughs> even AwesomeCon as well, uh, we our paths have crossed at Final Fantasy Distant Worlds. Man, it's I love when I, when I talk with another gamer and, and I find that we've gone to the same conventions together. It's, I I don't know, I get this special feeling inside, like, it's a really small world. Yep. And uh, I keep looking in pictures, so, like, whenever I look at MAGFest pictures, like, my pictures, Caitlin's pictures, I'm like, I'm hoping to see me in the background just, like, walking (laughs) by, or, like, see her walking by, because that would just really, that would just be funny. You just see yourself with a Goomba hat. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Poking or with a gamer face in front of some demo photo bombing <laughs> well there's actually a video that caitlin showed me of her and her like cosplay friends from magfest last year dabbing do you know what that is <laughs> yeah i may not know what an obey snapback cap is but i know the dab yeah, well i just learned what the dab was recently from <laughs> someone who is much older than me he's just the guy who happens to sit behind me at work um, and he is very important, uh, but he's, I would say, like, 50, maybe, in case he listens to this, 50 is what I'm going to go with. <laughs> um, well, as long as we me- don't mention his name, we won't right. tag him, and his Google search, his Google alert for his name won't flag. Exactly. Um, which, of course, he's looking for since he's up with the latest dance moves. He's probably up with Google searching for his and having Google alerts set up for his name. Uh, yeah, his, but he, his name plus dab. Yes, he did. He did point this out to me. And then he also demonstrated it to me. And it was, well, it was an interesting morning at work. And then you're imagining Caitlin. Well, I didn't have to imagine it for very long because I got to watch it. 
Um, and she'll probably get mad at me. I mean, like, maybe she won't get mad at me because it's, I mean, it's just truth. I'm just stating facts, so I can't help it. But <laughs> she was totally She's in thinking a- right now, you totally can help it, Megan. <laughs> Why didn't you help it? She was totally in a wheelchair <laughs> when this happened, when this dabbing happened. So it's like wheelchair dabbing. <laughs> That's going to be a weird tag to add to this episode. Please cut out my laughing. (laughs) I mean, let me redo this. She was wheelchair dabbing. Sad face. Sad sad face? That was was my sad face. (laughs) On on the audio. I'm keeping this whole thing. I know. (laughs) That was my intention was for you to keep it, but... (sighs) Gotta try to pretend to support her. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Maybe you want to take out that one. (laughs) I'm actually really looking forward to to heading to MAGFest with both of you guys. Oh my god, you should be. It's only, really, if you think about it, in a few weeks. Because, like, we're basically in December. And, well, by the time this airs, we will be in December. Mm -hmm. And then, like, December just flies by. Because, like... You know, your wallet's flying all over the place, spending money on Christmas presents for everybody. And, you know, it's vacation time at work for people who work. And you're flying all over the place for everybody. That's true. I am flying all over the place. I'm flying <laughs> to California and I'm flying to home in Texas. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, what are you thinking about? I, I know precisely where you're going. What? <laughs> Why is this difficult for you? <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, I I don't do much traveling around the holidays. Thankfully, most of my family lives in the city and really within like a 20-minute walk uh, of my home, not of where my current apartment is. But that means it's just a, you know, 75... 80 minute train ride to get to Christmas dinner and then I always hold a Yankee swap with my friends and that becomes a little mini reunion because the people who come back to the city they get to hang out and I get to see them again well that sounds nice we always get creative with the gifts that we give out to these things I believe Uh, it you're creative anyway (laughs) Thank you. Um, I've got a couple ideas in mind for this time. I guess it's pretty safe to talk about it. Yeah, I was going to say, is this spoilers? uh, I don't think any of them listen to this. Um, Or at least they haven't told me to listen to this. Well, then you shouldn't be giving them presents. (laughs) I'm only giving one present, and it's to no one in particular. That's true. Which is how these Yankee Swaps operate. But I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) They should be listening. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I can't seem to get words out. <laughs> so in in past years, I've um, I've I've wrapped up a present, and then I creatively used just spare stuff lying around the house. So uh, <laughs> you cheapo. <laughs> so the present itself was uh, it was a regifting. Uh, I think I've mentioned this. In USB thingy mabobber. Yeah, a USB battery pack. <laughs> that one. 
<laughs> so I took my thingamabobbers and whatchamacallits and <laughs> what's its galore. And I put it on uh, a little sled. Of course, the sled was just a little case. Um, I took off one half of that case, which was like a clear glass. And that ended up being part of my sled. I just put the gift on top. Uh, I strapped it down with a piece of ribbon. And then I took this uh, springy string I had lying around, fastened it to the sled. And then the other end, I tied it around this little reindeer plushie I had lying around. And so when fully assembled, it looked like this reindeer was pulling a sled with your gift. Oh my god, that's so cute! <laughs> I was like, I wasn't sure if you'd be like, oh, that's still so cheap, but... Oh, no, okay. my god, that's so cute! <laughs> I want one! I'll, I'll put up a photo, because uh, of course I took photos for this thing. Oh my goodness. So I, I like these these creative uses of things I have lying around the house. Like, yes, I probably could have gone out and bought all of these things individually, and they, they probably would have looked nicer. Uh, I'm sure if I look on Amazon, there is... I can find some reindeer carrying a sled that has your gift. If not, I should definitely create an Etsy for that. <laughs> but this had, this was a fun creative challenge for me. And, and I like that every year. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I know I kind of knocked you for that. But, like, using stuff around the house, like, that's, like, it's a good idea. Like, especially if it's stuff that you're just going to throw out otherwise or right. whatever, like, you don't need. You can definitely turn that into a gift. I mean, that sled was literal trash. Um, <laughs> Great. I, I would have just chucked it in the recycle bin. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it gave these things more life. Just what I always wanted for Christmas, a trash. <laughs> yeah. I don't even I was, want to I was talk say about... life? <laughs> no, don't want that. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> um, but I don't even want to talk about phones and screen protectors because my phone's screen just cracked did i tell you this um hmm. i might have told you this i think personally. you did I, I, I think you told me offline yep and we were talking about um gray market phone screen replacements this is very frustrating for me i mean like it would be frustrating for anyone but me in particular because like i usually take really good care of my things and i'm usually really mm -hmm. careful with my stuff I don't really misplace things. I don't really break things very often. And yeah, I don't know. When you drop your 3DS in a rush to get to the oh, bathroom, God. That was it a total survives. Fluke. <laughs> that was a total fluke. And no, it did not survive. It broke. Oh. oh. <laughs> that was why Joey had to get me a new one. <laughs> so, but that was a pooping emergency. And those can't be helped. So this was a... What? I feel like th uh, that needs to be uh, a little addition to like your insurance policies, like <laughs> pooping uh, emergency. Right, right. It's um, pooping we... emergency casualties. Pooping emergencies and acts of God are not covered. <laughs> they should be covered because they're emergencies. <laughs> Jeez. We've analyzed your claims, Megan, and these pooping emergencies just happen way too often. We either need to. <laughs> Bumpy up your insurance premiums, or we're going to have to change some of these terms. Oh, man. Well, so what happened to my phone was not a pooping emergency. It was a total fluke. Like, I don't even understand how this happened. So Frisbee is a total B-I-T-C-H, <laughs> and 
she just hates every other dog in existence. I don't really know why. I don't know where this happened or when this started. But she used to be so nice. I don't really know what happened. Hmm. Uh, but some dog walked by. It was a cute, like, golden doodle, maybe? So golden something fluffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poodle and golden retriever mix. Oh, I was going to say, that definitely sounds like some weird euphemism for something. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, t- just trying to give the listeners a picture. It's just a very fluffy, very friendly dog, especially if it's oh. got golden retriever in there. I mean, come on. Yeah. And Frisbee went nuts when it walked by, and she was oh. barking and pulling and snarling and snapping and doing her usual, I'm Frisbee, I'm a B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> and uh, when she did this, she pulled me so that uh, my phone popped out of my pocket mm. and fell on the ground. And I was already bending over to pick her up, so it really wasn't even that far from the ground. And I have both a phone case and a glass screen protector on it. And this screen protector, maybe there's like a millimeter, like maybe even a half of a millimeter of screen that is still accessible between the screen protector and the case. And somehow that like something hit that one half, one fourth millimeter (laughs) and cracked my screen underneath my screen protector. On this one and a half foot drop. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I don't understand how that happened. I should have gone out and bought a lottery ticket, probably, yeah. would have been the proper response. But I'm so mad. And I had just bought this phone, like, two months ago. It was that day that all of my stuff broke. Like, my car air conditioning broke, my house air conditioning broke, my phone broke, like, all in the same day. And I had asked my mom specifically, should I get insurance on this phone? And she was like, no. So I didn't get insurance. And now look at what happened. Man. I think you need to share a photo of your phone. Sure. Well, so I thought about that because I was going to send a picture to my mom on my phone and be like, look what the (laughs) F just happened. And then I was like, how do I take a picture of my phone with my phone? Because I don't even have a camera anymore. If I could offer a suggestion, Caitlin has a camera with a phone. That's true. A phone with a camera. (laughs) <laughs> I thought about that, but that's too easy. Camera with a phone. What am I talking about? <laughs> so I guess I could take a picture with her camera, mm-hmm. her phone. Now I'm doing it. And uh, I guess I can send it. I mean, I don't have to send it to my mom. I showed it to her last week. Oh, yeah. But I'm out of luck, like, everywhere. Like, I thought maybe the screen protector company, like, might have a policy. Like, if your screen cracks with our screen protector mm-hmm. on your phone, like, we'll pay for something. But they apparently don't have a policy. No. And the other thing that we found out, well, and of course, I don't have insurance. And the other thing that we found out is that Verizon totally, like, missold this phone to me. And I, I don't say that lightly because... I've never really had a beef with Verizon, but like I'm totally mad about this. Uh-oh. And here comes well, the major sponsorship loss. <laughs> major sponsorship loss, yeah, probably. Well, I mean, when I bought this phone, I asked the guy at least a hundred times. Not really. I mean, like probably more realistically. I mean, I really did ask him multiple times. I'd say probably at least five times. That that's like a realistic number. Are you sure that there will be no additional charges on my bill when I buy this phone? And he said yes. Because every each one of those five times he said yes. Because I only paid $100 for this phone in the store. 
And I thought that was really strange. I was like, that seems really cheap to get a whole new phone for $100. And I knew I was using one of the upgrades on my account. Like I stole mm-hmm. an upgrade from my aunt. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I knew that that would cover some of the cost. But even going down, like usually when I use an upgrade, I still pay at least $200 for a new right, phone. Right, right. Same thing with so, iPhones. Yeah. So I thought this was a little weird. And that's why I asked him so many times, are you sure that this is all I'm paying? And he said, yes. And now it turns out that I'm actually, I did finance the phone and I'm paying the full $650 for the phone what? just in increments of like $25 a month for however oh long. God. That's, that's a lot of miscommunication there. That is a lot of miscommunication there. And like I said to him a hundred times, like, I really don't want to be buying a new phone. Like, I don't want to be paying full price. Are you sure a hundred dollars is the only thing that I'm going to be paying for this phone and that my bill's not going to change? And he said yes. And I mean, I don't really know. I, I'm not. I'm not a stupid person. I don't think. So it's very unusual that I would not understand something so much that I'd be in the in this this situation that I'm in now. Man, that sucks. So point of me telling that whole story is that since I haven't paid for this phone completely, my purchase protection on my American Express doesn't cover it. Oh my god, Jesus. So, now I'm stuck with this phone that's got a big crack in the screen for however many years now. Two years. Whatever the normal... Yeah, ugh, is right. It's insane, like... Sometimes phones fall from ridiculous heights and they come out without a scratch on them. Sometimes they fall from one and a half feet and then they're just demolished. Yep. I... I remember I was walking out of a bus um, and I dropped my uh, iPod Touch. Whoops. Now, I didn't have a case for this at all. It falls corner first onto the concrete and somehow it's alive. The screen is okay. I just have this weird scratch on the corner. I'm going to knock on wood. Wait, I don't. I don't have any wood around me. Okay, I can't say this. Um, I I haven't. Can I knock on wood for you? Yes, you can knock on wood. I have a $20 table from Walmart that is probably fake wood, but go ahead. So I haven't ever cracked a screen. No, Frisbee. There's nobody at the door. (laughs) With your your knocky-knocky table? Yes, my (laughs) knocky-knocky table. I I do put all my phones in cases now. Um, In fact, when... When I got my first smartphone, I was so anxious about dropping it that I got the case and I got the warranty. <laughs> wow, that's unusual for you. <laughs> yeah. And now I I usually forgo the warranty, but I do still get a case. Oh, am I anxious about dropping it? Uh, uh, I'm going to say that right before I drop it. Yeah, so I'll God, see you next well, episode. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's like me saying, I don't. oh, I don't need insurance, and then I drop my phone. <laughs> Well, I hope it gets fixed. Um, are you still planning to take it to the shop? Uh, what shop? Oh, I mean, any like uh, cell phone repair shop that can fix it up for, I don't know, fifty dollars. Yeah, well, so I took it to the the cell phone shop by my house and asked for an estimate, and they were like one hundred and seventy dollars. And I was like, God. I'm not gonna put one hundred and seventy dollars into this phone. Just buy a new phone. 
That's a lot of Jesus. Okay. Yep. The crack's not even that big. I mean, it's on the side. It's just annoying. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's the principle of it. <laughs> Angry. Sorry, Verizon. Yep. Not happy. So how do we get there from Final Fantasy Fifteen? Oh, man. That's a <laughs> question I ask every episode. Um, <laughs> but I think we're going to... That's going to be the mystery we leave with all our listeners. And that'll wrap up another episode of Swag Tear. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Woof. Woof. <laughs> what is that woof? That was really good. <laughs> I was like, woof. I should have knocked the animator do it for real. <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>